a very special episode of Eliminated, a Royal Rumble podcast. And today, Jim and I, we're going to be talking about, well, what we've learned so far about the Royal Rumble. This is lessons from the Royal Rumble, because so far, we have done the early years. Bill, recap what we have done. Well, so far, we have done the 88 Royal Rumble, which was the first one. We have done 89, which was the first one to be 30. And then we've done 90, 91, 92, and 93. And then, after all of that, in the last episode... By the way, this episode is episode 7, lucky number 7. And in the last episode, we spun the wheel because from now on, we're actually going to jump around in regards to the order of covering the Royal Rumble match. Mm-hmm. So, Bill, what kind of stuff did you learn from these early Rumbles? Well, you go first. All right. Well, the first thing that I've learned... And I guess I never really thought about it. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) One of the first things that I've learned is that there are patterns. And what I mean by that is you, you might get a pattern where you'll have two or three heels or faces coming out in a row at one point. And then... Later on, you'll get another pattern where it's like two or three. And that's always usually the number, like two to three. It never goes past three. Mm. And I don't know if it's like their way to even out the heels and the faces, but that's something I've, that's one of the things that I've noticed is there seems to be a pattern as far as like the, the entries go, like, You could do, you obviously start with a heel and a face, and then you could go heel, face, 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 or face, heel, heel, heel. That's interesting, because I didn't actually notice that pattern. Um, And by the way, I do want to mention real quick that we are going to do another one of these specials after the next four Rumbles. We're going to do a numbers special. And what that is, is basically compare what, I'm trying to think how to describe this. Help me out here, Bill. Okay, basically, we're going to compare what WWE says in their hype video for the Royal Rumble match that they do pretty much every year to basically the truth. Right. We're going to see if what they say is the truth or if it's one big lie. Right, and I'm really interested in this because in the, we're going to base it off the 2019 Royal Rumble, right. which in is should be their most updated um, video. Because mm-hmm. right, I can tell you right now, I already have questions about what they're going to have on there, but uh, uh, that's for later on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're going to do that in February. We're going to do these next four Rumbles and then... Uh, that special after that. I think that'll line up in February, if, if I'm not mistaken. If I had to guess, right, just just right off the bat, I'd I'd say fifty fifty. I'd say half of it's true, the other half's not true. And don't forget, I'm keeping track of one myself, which we'll talk about it a little bit in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course we have episode thirteen. This might be the most lucky episode, episode number seven, but episode thirteen. 
we do have a special surprise, uh, and it is the biggest WWE apologist that I know of. Yep. So he'll be on and given episode 13. Uh, and before I go to what I learned real quick here, I do want to mention that uh, we did have plans for three other guests for the upcoming episodes. I can't promise that now, and I'll be very open. Uh, I recently had surgery um, on my hand, so I had a situation. And, you know, usually a lot of this has me organizing and contacting and arranging, and I don't know what the recovery is going to be like. And I may hold off the guests that I've tentatively been speaking to mm -hmm. for now. Now, there was never a, a plan for the greatest Royal Rumble right. to have a guest. And we're going to go into why in that, in that a little bit. Uh, okay. Here's what I learned. Number one, the number does not matter. Oh God, no. <laughs> I specifically wrote down tugboat and Coco beware. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's I, true. And I feel like it, and, and I'm sure we'll get to this in, in the history of this podcast, because they do, if you if we continue to go in order, we would see even more that the number doesn't matter. Yeah. Because Shawn Michaels wins, what, within like two or three years as number one. Yeah. Uh, I don't think 30 even wins until... Like 07, I think. Yeah, and then they did something where, like, it's like they, they realized, oh, we should kind of do something about this number mattering. And within the span of five years, like, the super late numbers won. Because mm -hmm. I believe The Undertaker also won. One is 30, and think so. Edge? Is, am I thinking Edge? Cena won is 30. Cena won is 30. Was Edge 30, or was he 29? He, uh, he was very he was late. There. Right. That's my point. Is like one year they realize, oh shit, you gotta have these late numbers win. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was the, one of the first ones I wrote. Secondly, the company cannot make up their mind <laughs> about managers being <laughs> ringside. Yep. How many times has this flip flop so far? Six episodes in. Oh my goodness. At least two or three. It has yeah. to be. I also have, so that two minutes is the standard so far. Mm -hmm. We have not, and I'm surprised by this, because I thought one of the early ones was at a minute and a half for some reason. Um, and I also wrote down that the referee should count people out. Meaning how the first sign that we saw of this was the 1991 Rumble. Mm -hmm. Martell's on the outside, and ironically, referee Shane McMahon who apparently I've learned in recent weeks is apparently the best in the world. Right. Uh, he uh, we was counting Rick Martell out and then Martell had to get back in the ring or he was disqualified. Mm -hmm. If that rule would have stuck, then half the problems I have with the rumble uh, would be negated. Okay. And I'm glad you brought up the referees mm -hmm. because that's another one. They can't decide how many referees are out there. Because, mm. like, there are some that are just two referees, and then there are others where it's three referees. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, it's like, do you really need more for one year than you do the other year? 
it, it <laughs> doesn't make sense. This isn't like it's World War Three mm. one year. Oh, geez. God, I would lo- honestly, I would love if World War Three came back one more time. <laughs> I used to love seeing all these guys I had no idea that existed in WCW right. show up because they need some bodies in there. Yeah. Um, That'll be our next podcast. <laughs> That's a short, that's, you know what, I have this podcast is about 40 episodes. That would be even shorter. That's probably about five. Yeah, like four or five. And that's stretching it. It's like three that are actually World War Three, And then the other two are like, okay, here's our recap episode. And then the goodbye episode. <laughs> uh, so two minutes. Are you surprised that it's still two minutes? I am. And, and something that. I want, you know, like Josiah uh, brought up during the 91 Rumble was how consistent they really are with the two minute intervals. Like they stick with the two minute intervals till almost about the end of like Mm -hmm. that match. And I think you pointed it out as well with the first Rumble, how they're very consistent with the two minute intervals. Because sometimes, you know, they may want to speed it up to get other people in and maybe they're running out of time. But back then, there was no worries whatsoever. It was like, if we say it's two minutes, then damn it, it's going to be two minutes. I was very impressed by Josiah's contribution with that because, quite frankly, I don't think I would have the patience to do that. Right. I'll just sit there and try to – because you'd have to, like, replay and because then one affects the other. So props to Josiah. I really enjoyed having him on. Um, And really all of our guests, to be honest with you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, But so the reason I bring the two minutes up is because the next episode we do, which will be on, like – uh, I think if I have my calendar correct, the 23rd of December. Mm-hmm. So fucking Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> You're getting our biggest show ever, which is the greatest Royal Rumble. <laughs> and by biggest, I'm not saying like we're going to have six guests or anything <laughs> like that. Or that like it's even going to be the best episode ever, but it's certainly going to be the longest. Uh, well, by let, me, default. let me start uh, telling everyone not to come to that episode. <laughs> um. The reason I mentioned before about the surgery and that this is the one, though, that hasn't really we I hadn't planned on doing a guest on this one. And I told you why. And I'd like you to reiterate why that's the case. If you could remember, if I remember correctly, it's because like the time intervals are like every 90 seconds and it just is so quick, so fast. Correct. So many, you know, like group of five and it's like 50 men in it so we up until this point we've only worked with a two-minute format yeah and even when i was taking my notes for the greatest royal rumble i found myself really struggling because i didn't really i wasn't prepared for a minute and a half and that got me scared because i'm like well if i'm not ready for this by ourselves am i ready for it with a guest Mm -hmm. so that's one of the main reasons that we're doing the greatest royal rumble as just me and bill i mean that was always the plan the the, what main the only difference is that the other three episodes may not have a guest now because of this because of my situation Mm -hmm. um but yeah like 
it's going to be the longest show. I can assure you that much. <laughs> so if your in-laws bother you on Christmas Day. Yes. Great, <laughs> great transition. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, do you did you watch it when it happened? I did watch it when it happened. Yeah. And I, it, it, I'll, I'll say this. It was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the idea of there being 50... So when we get to this and, you know, we talk about it, I'm going to see if I had as much, if I have as much fun watching it on the second time around as I did when it happened. Right. Uh, Surprisingly, as I was writing my notes, one thing that came to mind was I am not as mad as I thought I was going to be (laughs) since as someone that doesn't like the current product. And this is only not even a year ago that yeah. this happened. So like if there's any representation of what I'm a whole event that I'd have to watch that involved the current product, it's going to be this coming episode. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's just a matter of, I'm, I'm a little nervous as far as the 90 seconds go. Cause I also feel that it might be shorter than 90 seconds, but at the same time I have checked out other, um, reviews and podcasts and no one's actually really calling them out on that so it might just be i'm not used to that format right uh what else do you have for lessons you learned in the first six episodes short promos are the best promos do you think they're lost after for the most part lost after 93 yeah because like they don't do them that much after 93. And it's like, if they do interview somebody that's in the Royal Rumble, it's going to be a full interview segment. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get the, what would you say, 30, 45 second promo? Sure. Yeah, that sounds about right. 30. You know, sometimes, to be honest with you, sometimes shorter. Yeah. And I know this because. On Instagram, every once in a while, I would put, like, one of the promos on, and it literally lasted about 10 to 15 seconds for the Your Story part of Instagram. Yeah. Because, really, like, with with the promos, especially before the match, like, you're able to get your point across in that time. Mm -hmm. Is it the same? For the most part, it is that they're going to win the Royal Rumble, but everybody's is so different. Yeah. Like like I, like Randy Savage, eighty nine, saying he's gonna be the king of the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing is that when you see it nowadays, and I guess I'm saying nowadays, but I guess when would you say that it stopped? When do you think? Ooh. I'd say maybe ninety-eight-ish, ninety-eight, ninety-nine. I would probably agree with that. Because I don't remember anyone saying that I'm taking the $100,000 bounty. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I know for sure they do it in like 95. 96 they do. They do? Okay, I don't. I didn't remember that one. Um, but yeah, I, and more to your point, you're right. In, at, in these days, and I guess I'm talking post-90s, mm-hmm. the interview segment is usually someone that has a heavy story behind them too like you know like if you let's just take i'll I'll use 
2004, for example, mm-hmm. uh, even though I'm not sure this will be completely accurate, but you would see like maybe an interview from the big show mm-hmm. or an interview from um, from John Cena. But you're not going to see an interview from like Rob Conway. Yeah. Whereas the 30 second promos, they touched a variety of different like main eventers, mid carters, lower card guys, tag teams, yeah, sometimes stables. Everybody. So, what else have you learned? If the, anything, the announcer, <laughs> the announcers are really into the match. Yes, I th- every single one of them uh, th- that we have watched, the mm-hmm. announcers are into the match. I would agree with that. Yeah, because now it's going to get weird, too, now that we're jumping around, because especially the next episode is the greatest Royal Rumble. And I know that a lot of people take the current announcers to task on, like, I don't know that. I don't want to say fake excited. Right. I don't know. You, you're more in tune to the, the, the current. Like, what would you say the criticisms of the announcers today are? Well, I think fake exciting is a good term, especially mm-hmm. with the lead commentators. Like, there's there's an exception. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say the exception is Mauro Ranallo, who also does boxing. I think he's the exception to that rule. Because mm-hmm. I think when he gets excited, that's legit excitement. Okay. Whereas, if you listen to a Michael Cole and something happens, he'll be like, oh my god! You know, it, it, it just doesn't sound authentic. Whereas, right. you know, like, even the color commentators, like, JBL doesn't sound like an authentic excitement. Uh, Jerry Lawler is just jerry lawler you know mm-hmm. um now are you talking for the greatest royal rumble because i don't know is jbl and jerry lawler announced to, today like no no, no. okay um, i was confused about that okay. well, i was just using them as sure no i got it, like, I got it. Like, like Corey graves is one of the current color commentators like i could see him like as legit excited like mm-hmm. if something were to happen especially with greatest royal rumble Right. When we talk about that, there is that's as pure, you know, real emotion as it gets to one particular part. Um, yeah, I'm sure the one that they like to replay over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which surprisingly, my jo- I did have a joke ready for that. And I was like, you know what? Actually, they didn't replay that as much as I had remembered them to. No, not as you know what I'm th- now that you're remembering that. Not as much as that one when we get to 2000 where um I think it's Taka Taka Michinoku oh my gets thrown God. over and over again. How many times are you going to call the man Chinese? Right. <laughs> See guys, sorry. We did, we I swear to God guys, we have not recorded these episodes, but we do our notes ahead of time. Like I remember that and and like Jim's like He's not Chinese. He Japanese. Oh my God, <laughs> you're right. I, I, and yeah, you, know, you know what? I think that's a good question, though. Like when we get there, uh, which who had more fun? Did did I guess is Corey Graves have more fun with the Titus O'Neil spot, or did Jerry Lawler have more fun with the Taka Mishinoku spot? <laughs> oh, man. That'll be a nice discussion. Yeah. 
So uh, one of the things I'm doing separately from we mentioned the video, uh, the, the numbers game or whatnot, the numbers episode. And I'm really curious on. Well, we know that Kane has the most eliminations of all time, right? Like as of right now. Yeah. So I'm going to check and I'm kind of checking this out and I'm putting Kane, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker in this category because I'm told that Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker are not a very big distance, but a distant second and third. Mm-hmm. So I've already started like keeping track of this. For example, 1989, Shawn Michaels had one elimination uh, against Ron, ba- uh, Ron Bass. Right. Uh, the Kane and the Undertaker, I put N.A. because they're not there. Okay. 1990, none of those three did anything. Yeah. 1991, Shawn Michaels, N.A. 1991, Undertaker, he had Bret Hart, Bushwhacker, Butch. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> and the Texas Tornado. So he had so he had three total there. Mm-hmm. 1992, Shawn Michaels had... This is interesting. This is one that I think might catch WWE, the WWE count off guard. Shawn Michaels had one technically, which was Tito Santana because they eliminated each other. other. Right. Uh, and also in 1992, the undertaker eliminated Superfly, So that's a total of one for him. Kane, not part of this. Part of me was wondering if I should actually put, if Isaac Yankum has any eliminations. I, I think I should, should just out of curiosity. Maybe. I should, right? All right, I'll put that as like a separate thing. I'll put like, at the end, Kane, 11 eliminations, Isaac Yankum, five. It's not a bad idea. I wonder if they do count that. Okay. And then 1993, Shawn Michaels, nothing. Kane, nothing. The Undertaker had four. Right. Samu, Tenru, DiBiase, and The Berserker. So, so let's count this up. So right now on our episodes that we've done, Shawn Michaels has two. one, two, two. Yeah. Kane has none. Because he's not even there. Right. And then The Undertaker has the most. He has three plus one uh, plus four. That's eight. So yeah, he has eight. So he's already almost at Kane. Mm-hmm. I think it's well. It, it makes sense though, because a lot of times the Undertaker got put towards the later part in the actual title match and right. not in the Rumble, whereas Kane was very not as much in the title match. Like, when was the last time Kane was in a title match? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> in the in a Royal Rumble event. In a Royal Rumble? Oh my! God. Has he ever? Now I'm thinking. That's now. a good question. Um. I do feel like he was in one though. I'll, I'll look at. I feel like it. I feel like it's a triple threat too. It might have been the one. I, you know what? I think it might have been 2015. Oh God! So I think it's one of the. It, oh, it one of the last... Wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. If we're counting tag teams, he was in a tag title match in 2013. Okay. So that's at least one. Wait. What? What year? 2013. Okay. Try 2015 or 2014. I think it's one of those. All right, I'm 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 looking right now. So and while you're looking, let me remind people of what our lineup's going to be for the next four episodes. So again, the next episode, the Greatest Royal Rumble. 
Then after that, we're going back to the Attitude Era, which I'm super pumped about with Royal Rumble 2000. Then we're doing Royal Rumble 2004, which some people will find very interesting due to the fact of who won that and how we approach it. And then finally, we end off with Royal Rumble 2013, everyone's favorite Royal Rumble. <laughs> okay. Um, if there's any consolation to people, that'll be the one that we have to spin the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's very true. Um, only 2013. I could have. Here's why I'm saying he was in a championship match because I remember complaining about it. He didn't fight a triple threat. No. On 2014 or all right, go back to like 2011, 2012. Now okay. this is driving me nuts. All right, 2011. Give me the title match from 2011 to 2015. Okay. 2011, Edge defends the world title against Dolph Ziggler. Miz defends the WWE title against Randy Orton. Okay. 2012, Daniel Bryan defends the world title against Big Show and Mark Henry. CM Punk defends the WWE title against Dolph Ziggler. Okay. 2013, Alberto Del Rio defends the world title against The Big Show. And CM Punk defends the WWE title against The Rock. 2014, Randy Orton defends the WWE title against John Cena. And 2015, Brock Lesnar defends the WWE title against John Cena and Seth Rollins. Okay, I guess I'm wrong. I don't. All right, that's fine. Anyway, okay, so what else have you learned? And then we're probably going to start wrapping things up. Ooh, uh, the crowds are crazy. <laughs> they're, mm. they're like, it, they're, there's two kinds of crazy, I think. There's. Mm. Like, excited crazy, which we get a lot of. Right. It's also fun crazy, where the mm -hmm. fans are just having fun. And and, yeah. and I think it's easy to, you know, to break up which are, which are the ones where they're excited and the ones where it's just like, oh, it's the Royal Rumble. It's fun. Right. Yeah, that's where I could see, you know, like where fans are. You know, actually, before we get out of here, one thing I did want to talk about was the actual backstage stuff of our uh, of our show and how much trouble we're having with this countdown clock. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I think comes off the strangest to me, and I want to address it because it sounds like I'm insane during it if you listen back to it, is the 1990 Royal Rumble that we did with John Harder. Right. Because me and John could not hear that the clock at all but you play it and it comes out on the recording just fine yeah it's really weird because you hear me complain about the clock saying where's the clock as it's fucking counting down <laughs> so so what okay so what happened there i i, I think we should explain it sure i because i still don't know what happened really okay when jim and i when we did the first two episodes the clock worked perfectly because I which we it. were by ourselves yes, too. Which we were should be by ourselves. We we played it off the computer, or I played it off the computer. When we did ninety, I played it off the computer, and only I could hear it. So the next time we did another one, which was ninety one, I decided to use my phone, mm -hmm. and the phone 
works when it's, you know, multiple people. Right. So more than likely when we do the Greatest Royal Rumble, it's going to be heard very audibly because it's only us. Yeah. And then, again, whether there's a guest or not, because I'm not saying that there's not going to be a guest for the other three, but I'm saying it really all depends on the healing um, from my surgery mm-hmm. um, and how much I I can do. But if there's not, if it's just me and Bill, then we're you'll probably have it very audible. But I hope that we really, playing from the phone is our permanent fix for this. Yeah. You know? um, by the way, question for you. Mm-hmm. How hard is it for you to keep track of time? You mean during... Oh, oh, you mean when we're going back and forth. I've always wondered about this. I never asked you about this. It's not that hard. Especially once we figured out, you know, when to start. Right. Um, I think the hardest part, especially when I'm using the phone is like when I see the timer and it's like 10 seconds and I'm like, okay, okay, come on, start, start counting down, start counting down. (laughs) Like it doesn't until like you hit like the eight second point and then you might hear like the alarm go off like vaguely and you're like, oh shit, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but for the most part, it's not that bad. Right. And I also want to call out here for that, yes, I do realize, and this is something I never thought about when I came up with this format idea, by the way. Yes, in some cases, we aren't exact on the time. Right. And the reason is this, though, because I had forgotten to take into account one very, very important thing. Mm-hmm. Editing. Because I know that, for example, there was a uh, uh, there was a point on the 1990 Royal Rumble with John Harder that, and he's not. This is not the only one that this happened to. Right. There's been others where he was talking, and the, the whatever was recording, or maybe it was just his connection, was just all like mumbled and jo- you couldn't understand at all what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And who wants that? So you cut it out. Yeah, but. In doing that, it decreases the time. And it's not like I can get that time back to put it back in. So therefore, our clock was a little off during that. Mm-hmm. Little little breakups here and there that I would get rid of. Um, and, and, and to my defense, uh, things that, I, that should get removed. Again, like, who wants to hear, like, 30 seconds of you don't even know what the person's saying? Yeah. They have to be removed. And so that's how... So I will admit right now, I'm, we're not trying to hide it. No. They, sometimes the clock is going to be off because of editing. Now, speaking of editing, again, with this surgery, <laughs> these next four episodes might be totally unedited. Yeah. Because of the condition. So I want to throw that... This was a good segue to throw that out there as well. Mm. Um, and I think... That about wraps it up, except for I want to know, Bill, what are your overall thoughts on the upcoming four episodes? Give me so get let's get some folks some previews of where our minds are at with these next four. All right. Well, Greatest Royal Rumble, I'm really looking forward to. I think that's the one I might be looking forward to the most, just because it's still fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. 
Um, 2000 is going to be interesting because it's New York, it's Madison Square Garden, and the WWE is so hot at that point in time. I mean, it's ridiculous how hot they are. Oh, four is going to be fun to watch because of who wins. And I'm going to watch it on the network just to see how much editing, if they do any editing, they do of like pre and post match. And then 2013, uh, that's a special time because that's the road to my first WrestleMania. So. Oh, so you actually do remember that one then? I, I do remember the 13 Rumble. God, I can't. I will. I mean, I, I'll tell you. I'll be honest right now with people. I've done the notes for Greatest Royal Rumble uh, and 2000, and most of 2004. I haven't even touched 2013. And God, I I couldn't remember anything. But now that you said that it was to the WrestleMania you went to, that might help me remember at least the time period mm-hmm. in what's going on. Yeah. Um, so for me, the greatest Royal Rumble is going to be interesting because I am not a fan at all of the current product. Right. Uh, so it's going to be interesting looking at it through that lens. Uh, 2000, I am super pumped about because I love me some Attitude Era. And I'm just really looking forward to talking about the 2000 show. And you know what? I'm even looking forward to our little side thing of where we talk about outside of the Royal Rumble match for that show. Mm -hmm. Uh, 2004, again, it's, 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 I'm kind of with you on that one. I'm looking forward to it because it's the one that, most people have a problem with talking about who the winner is. I will, I am really looking, I'm really curious about what the network version is. I never even thought of that. Did the rumble DVDs that I usually watch these in come out before Benoit or after? Do you have any idea? I'm going to guess they came out before. I'm going to guess that too. Wait, no, you know what? So ooh, it's so close. Cause I think the DVDs, Go up to 2007. Right. So that might have been before. Oh, wait. Okay, hold on. Here. Right. Okay, I got the answer. Got what you got? In March 2007, WWE released a complete DVD box set titled Royal Rumble, The Complete Anthology, which showcases every Royal Rumble event in its entirety up to the 2007 Royal Rumble. Right, so it was released before you said? Yes. You said March? Okay, yeah. Interesting. All right. And then 2013, again, I don't remember anything of that. I just, now now that I know that's the one you went to, I know who won. Mm -hmm. So, all right. And I guess The Rock was also on that. Right. See, I I remember, I I remember more that The Rock beat CM Punk more than I do from the actual Rumble match. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So... All right, Bill, why don't we say our goodbyes and let's get out of here. And then next time we'll be back at them with the greatest Royal Rumble. All right. Do you think they'll do 60 men? (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. (laughs) You know, I have thought about that because, like, I know they have a 20-year contract Mm -hmm. or something like that. I have thought of, like, so is the greatest Royal Rumble going to be an annual thing? Because you can't possibly be think of 
if you're doing twice a year, yeah, for 20 years, that's 40 different ideas that you have to have that you don't have for the other for the rest of the other year. Mm-hmm. So, do you think it'll become an annual thing? If it does, I might be in support of it. I might be too. It will. I'll tell you right. It'll prolong the show if yeah. they do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's get out of here, Bill. All Give your right. plugs. Oh, oh no, no. Well, I know you usually sign us off. Let me get my plugs. Yeah, you get your plugs. <laughs> Visit that's com. We have now that's what I call podcasting going. And Bill is on with me. I think this would have aired at this point. And if not, it's going to air very soon, like within days, where we talk about Christmas songs. Oh, I'm feeling jolly. Jolly. Yep. I, I was very much looking forward to talking about uh, It's a Marshmallow World. <laughs> <laughs> All right, check us out of here, Bill. All right. If you have any questions, comments, or if you'd like to help us with the show, send us an email, eliminated3088 at gmail.com. That's eliminated3088 at gmail.com. And you can check out my podcast, That Wrestling Show, which appears each and every Friday. Uh, Just type in That Wrestling Show on iTunes, and you'll find it. Next time, we will discuss the greatest Royal Rumble. And until then, Jim and I have learned our lessons.